Blog Talk Radio. promoters, and crews of all types of racing. These are interviews you do not want to miss, so make sure you guys check it out. Glad to be in the studio. I hate when I select the wrong intro. That's the downside of actually being proactive and scheduling your shows ahead of time. You start to forget what show you're scheduling ahead of time, and you just start scheduling and intros. I don't know how many times I've either done the intro wrong, oh, I can tell you three times um, this season, and um, it's probably been once or twice I've actually forgot to change the day. So if you don't select the date, it automatically schedules it for the day, the current day. Um, so that's happened a couple times as well. Um, but we are here. Got Chris in the studio. I can hear him. Um, the 110 Nation Race Chat Live exclusive. Before we get our guest on in here in a couple of minutes, we got Isaiah Kiltz Miller. As I'm gonna, that's how I'm, I'm going to say this. I don't know if I jacked it up or not. But before we get him in, get him in here and talk to him, Chris, let me know what you guys got going on tomorrow night. For those that are new to the network, or this is only the first or second show you've caught, there's shows on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Tomorrow night is Race Chat Live with Chris, Taz, Miss Lee. Chris, let them know what you guys are going to be talking about and what the plans are for tomorrow night's show. Yeah, that's right, Mr. CJ Sports, and we're just glad to be here tonight. Look, make sure you join us on uh, every Tuesday night as we discuss all the hot topics in the racing industry. I, it can be dirt tracks, man, sometimes, it, but most of the time we talk about NASCAR and and the, and what's going on there. You know, uh, the storylines have been unreal uh, the last few years, uh, especially since the inception of the new car. And, uh, man, we just fill up about two hours uh, every Tuesday night of all kinds of stuff. NASCAR Taz Taylor comes on, and he does, uh, he does some predictions and all coming up for the uh, – for the for the next race, he he makes money lines and stuff for it. So, you know, whatever's going on from silly season to the hottest drivers, uh, we try to cover that every Tuesday night on Race Chat Live with my co-host, uh, the Tasmanian Devil, uh, Taz Taylor, of course, Mama Bear, Miss Lee Reed, and uh, of course me and, and Craig Moore. Sometimes Craig Craig Moore helped me. Uh, get that show going, and uh, he's uh, taking kind of an absence, a leave of absence, but uh, he was able to fill in for me last week as I had fell victim to COVID-19. And, uh, <laughs> after, <laughs> after being at the racetrack 
since Wednesday night of the previous week doing the uh, 11th annual Southern Street Stock Nationals, which uh, showcased 250 stock cars from 13 different states, all piled up into one racetrack. Uh, Somewhere about Sunday night, I hadn't even been 24 hours out of the racetrack. I developed a a very, very heavy fever, so to to say, and... uh, well, it was on like chicken bone for the rest of the week. So I don't know if I was dying from COVID or dying from the street side nationals, but I'm here tonight. Uh, obviously, I survived them both. So might as well kick it out all at the same time, right? I mean, you know, who don't need a week's vacation? There you go. Um, Wednesday night, you got Mario and myself in the Carolina Sports Plus studio. We cover all sports. We kind of stick, stay, stir away, steer away, I guess, away from the racing world. Uh, we don't want to oversaturate the network with just a bunch of race talk. So we try our hardest to stay away from that, leave that for you guys on Tuesday nights. Um, and, and, of course, our interviews that we're doing here now on Monday nights. Uh, this week we'll be uh, wrapping up. We did uh, our AFC predictions and our NFC predictions. I think we'll wrap up our predictions, get ready for the football season more specifically. Uh, we'll get ready for college football coming up this weekend as um, college seasons, uh, college football season starts this weekend. So looking uh, – Looking very excited. Looking forward to that. Very, very excited about that. Um, before we get our guests in here, um, let them know where they can find you, um, Chris, um, on Facebook, your guys' Facebook page, your guys' um, – I don't remember if you guys got Instagram. I think you all got Twitter. Whatever you all got for Race Chat Live, let them know where you can uh, – where they can find you. Did I lose you, Chris? Did you forget to unmute yourself, Chris? Ah, uh, I did. I forgot <laughs> to unmute. <laughs> but look, uh, not, not a problem. Look, we're a subsidiary of, of course, the 110 Nation Sports. We are part of the family. Um, uh, we just have our own Facebook page. We also have a Twitter page. I think it's at live chat um, over on the Twitter side. I believe Craig Moore helps us run. Uh, that Twitter page. But, of course, you can find all of our content, uh, like Chris Yellow, Yellow Costume Flag, uh, Creighton Production, uh, Yellow Costume Flag, of course, yellowcostumeflag.com uh, and yellowcostumeflag.net. We are we also have those domains. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you want to listen to Race Chat Live and, and uh, what, uh, what we have to offer every Tuesday night, you can just follow that on our pod page. Uh, of course, you can download it from any of the coolest podcast carriers around, whether you have Spotify, whether or not you have iHeartRadio. Maybe you're an uh, iPhone user. You can use the podcast uh, through iPhone as well as Amazon now. We're on Amazon Music. So uh, we've just yep. been added to there uh, here recently. So if that's how you uh, that's how you want to dig, well, just tune us in, and we'll be glad to uh, – Give you about two hours, a lot of laughs. We're over the top. I tell everybody all the time, look, it's easier to talk crap about a bunch of uh, overpaid race car drivers than it ever is about the guys who are doing the nine to five, working and coming out to the local racetrack. We, we can say anything about a guy making two or three million dollars a year, but we got to take care of our short track people and our guys at our local tracks because uh, those guys, you know, 
they hadn't made it to that point yet, and we want to make sure that those guys get the opportunity and the love and respect and, and uh, the love from, uh, you know, the, us fans that we support them on their journey to the top. Uh, once they get to the top, it's a no-holds bar. We'll, we'll have a field day eating dinner and uh, talking about how terrible of a driver they are, like Bubba Wallace or maybe a Danica Patrick or – Build them up just to tear them down. One more thing before we get our guest in here. Um, don't forget, you guys can first of all check us out at www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. It's got our um, blogs, it's got our videos, it's got our shows, it's got our marketing partners. Uh, big shout out to uh, Carolina Sports Plus. Um, and also, it's got links to all the different platforms. Um, like you were saying, we're, we're on iTunes, we're on Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Podchasers, Amazon Music, and Audibles. Um, really, anywhere that you listen to your podcast, we are there. Um, so make sure that you guys check out our website. Make sure you guys subscribe to our Instagram, not our Instagram, um, follow us on Instagram. We are there and Facebook. Um, but subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, all our shows get loaded up over there. We also do short clips of different videos or uh, short clips of different parts, segments of the shows. This week I'm actually getting back to our second half of the first season of our There's Only One Nation where we kind of take you behind the scenes of building um, the 110 Nation and everything that goes on behind the scenes of everything we do. So I'm um, looking forward to uh, getting another episode of that out there and uh, much, uh, m- amongst many other things. Uh, but we got Isaiah tonight. Um, looking forward to getting to know and learn about Isaiah and also uh, looking forward to our listeners getting a chance to have another driver to cheer for, another driver to watch for, another driver at your local track, um, another another. I, and I'll make this real quick. I'm going to get our guest on. I think the wife like thinks I name drop a lot of times, and Miss Lee's listening, and she knows exactly what I'm talking about. Of all the guests, we, we, we did this back in the day, and this is what is so great about having this show and having all these drivers come on. As, uh, you know, a lot of these races, especially when me and the wife got together, you know, we've had that person on. I've talked to that person. I've met that. And she just kind of looks at me. So this is kind of the second coming of this, and I'm looking forward to getting a chance to meet the next round of drivers, the next round of talent, the next ones we're going to see on Friday night, Saturday night, Sundays, um, amongst the local tracks that we go to as well. Um, so looking forward to this. But what uh, Miss Lee told me, I need to do a little less talking. So uh, I'm going to try to do that. I told Miss Lee we wouldn't have trouble filling this 30-minute spot because me and Chris like to talk. Um, so uh we're going to do what we can to uh, make sure that Isaiah gets plenty of time. Speaking of which, Isaiah, how are you doing tonight? Good. How are you? All right. Is that Isaiah or Isaac? Am I saying it right? Isaac. Yes, sir. Isaac. 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 Um, 
before we get get you in here, it's been a while since I've done interviews, so I, I kind of dropped the ball last time. And luckily, Landon Lewis um, kind of picked it up and ran with it. Um, so usually I do this towards the beginning and towards the end, um, so you guys get the proper shout-outs and people get a chance if they miss it the first time, catch it at the end of the interview. But before we jump into this, let them know where they can find you social media-wise, if it be Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, whatever you use. And also um, throw out your sponsors, those that make this all possible for you, before we jump into this. Yeah, um, thank you for having me on the show today. And um, you can find me anywhere on social media, TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and just about any platform of social media. And all the people that make um, possible is uh, HR Motorsports. Construction, mulch, Hornaday Development, Joe Ryan Race Cars, Bobby Roberts Logging, uh, ARI, Brake Safe, and just everybody else that I like to thank everybody else makes this possible for me to be able to go out every weekend. Well, we're glad that we got a chance to get you in here, especially with the season and, and as busy as you guys stay. I'm interesting. I'm interested in what what intrigues a 14-year-old, now 14-year-old, but a young a young boy to want to race. What got you into racing? What got you started down that path of a, a very – you picked the most expensive sport to possibly participate in. Um, what got you into race, uh, right, uh, racing? Yeah. Actually, my uh, family has always been in the motorsports industry, and um, they started racing uh, drag cars and on the dirt, and then they went to dirt go-karts, and my dad got a chance to actually race ARCA at Daytona International Speedway, and the second year he got to do it, I actually went to it, and I just fell in love with the speed and the loud engines and just everything to do with motorsports and that's how I got a part of it and I first ran go-karts then I ran legend cars and now I'm racing for Duran race cars so that's basically how it got started. Now most of us at a young age, we get in a go-kart. We don't think nothing of it. We just think, hell yeah, we're out the go-kart track with our brothers, our dad, our family, having a good time. Most of us don't go into this thinking there's going to be more to it. At what point getting out there in the go-kart track did you realize, really realize, you know, I want more than just this. I, I want this to be my profession. This is what I want to do. Yeah, um, I always had the idea in the back of my head that I kind of wanted to do get to the NASCAR level. But really when I started winning races and, like, wanted to go faster, honestly, just I really was like, man, I want to do this. So that's when I decided that I wanted to do this as a career. And... I guess it would be 12 if I'm calculating about this right that you started. Knowing that a lot of the drivers these days start young, I think Landon Lewis last week talked about five or six years old, maybe four, and a lot of drivers we've had in the past start 
you know, about the same age group, between six and eight or so. Was you nervous at all? Did you feel that you were behind the ball at all, not having those years of experience compared to others that have already been racing uh, probably a good five, six years before you jumped in there with them? Yeah, I was definitely nervous my first race and just knowing that all these kids have had twice the experience as me. But I just knew getting started that I had to work twice as hard just to get caught up on the level they were. And that's exactly what I did and I'm currently trying to do. Isaac, this is Chris, uh, Chris Creighton. Uh, known as the, the yellow caution flag. I, you know, I'm sitting here and I'm I'm listening to the interview and all, and uh, my mind's starting, you know, starting to, you know, process everything that you're saying about uh, starting out in the go karts and and now you're uh, with the Hornaday uh, development team. Was that the initial goal, like when you first started driving? Of course, you know, we hear of kids at five, six, seven years old starting out. Uh, in the go-karts you were probably I guess considered a, a late bloomer in that was that at what point in time did that become the structured goal to to become a development driver through the Hornaday Day uh, program yeah um, definitely I actually got to start testing with Geron race cars and um, I just picked it up and basically got on that and that's how I started with it. Right. And so did you have to, like, qualify for anything to do that? Or did, you know, was it, uh, um, you know, how did how did you get brought into that uh, development organization? Yeah, um, I just worked hard for it. And they just eventually got on there. And now I am currently on Hornaday Development and having best driver, one of, some of the best driver coaching that there is. Ah, so, so there's driver coaching and all that's, that's involved uh, in this development program. That was kind of my follow-up question to this. What exactly does the development program bring to the table? And after a, a successful tenure, what is the next step above the Hornaday Development Program, or does that carry you – uh, through and on into the ARCA series. Yeah, the uh, Hornaday development will carry me through the uh, ARCA series and then hopefully to the NASCAR level. Right. So what is the timetable that you have set forth? Are, are you going late model racing, or what's the, what's the next step after the enduro classes that you're doing now? Yeah, so hopefully I'm going to be able to race late models and hopefully in the cars tour because I really respect that and it's some of the best racing in the country right now and yeah definitely going to try to make to go to uh, late models and then after I'll be able to go to now let me ask you something Isaac Uh, there's been a whole list of drivers that have come through and slept on Ron Hornaday's couch. And what those drivers, anywhere from Kevin Harvick to any driver that ever has come out of the West Coast, um, 
not, not to have to sleep on Ron Hornaday's couch, but how does it feel knowing that you're going through that same kind of developmental program that drivers like Kevin Harvick and other successful cup drivers have gone through? Does that give you kind of a sense of security as you prepare for your next step in, in your career? Yeah, it definitely does. And seeing how the Hornaday development and Candace Hornaday has just carried many drivers through to the NASCAR level, it definitely gives me some security and makes me feel good that I'm in the right spot. How, tell us about the success in the legend cars. Was that what did it was it overwhelming at times? Was it easy for you? Tell us about that real quick. Yeah, so it was definitely overwhelming in the beginning. It was really hard to um keep up with the people that have been racing more years than I have and eventually I started to do better and now I'm just really trying to understand the process of racing and getting into it now and hopefully getting and winning races. Um, how would you describe your 2023 season? It seems that it's been a pretty successful year. Um, uh, looks like we're still waiting on the big W. Um, but overall, how, how do you feel this 2023 season has gone? And what was your goals going into the 2023 season that you want to accomplish this year um, to prepare yourself for the, the next season? Yeah, um, uh, I, I feel like the 2023 season has definitely been a learning process, and um, I've learned a lot through it and had tons of fun throughout the 2023 season. And my goals are just to um, probably eventually get be able to win and move up to the next level. My goals that I had to do it was just to learn. Uh, that's the main thing and um, get success when possible and mainly learn. What do you feel so far this year was your best race, a race that maybe a decision here or a decision there you possibly could have won and what was maybe your your worst race this season, Um, something that you totally wish you could take back that just totally ruined the whole day or the whole evening? Yeah, um, one of my best races definitely this season has been at Wake County Speedway. And I fought hard for a second, and it was mm-hmm. the race at Wake County is good, and you're racing against people like Carson Hayslip that are good. And, um, yeah, definitely. Um, I'm sorry, what was the second question you asked? A race, uh, your worst race of the season, a race that either you made a mistake or maybe the car just wasn't um, set up right and just was a bad bad night all the way around. Yeah, um, I don't know if this is my worst race of the season, but a race that I could take back was whenever I was leading the summer shootout, and um, I just went too high on a restart, and the other guy got below me, and I lost the race just from that. Now, I, I know that I listened to another interview of yours, and you were talking about possibly getting on dirt. Did you make it on any dirt tracks yet? Yes, sir. We actually just came back from a 10-day trip in North Dakota, and I raced there. 
that was really fun. And I learned a lot about car controlment and everything. And I actually got finished and finished fourth. Those guys out there have been racing for 10 years at the same tracks, and I felt pretty good about that since those guys really deserved well, so, I, I left uh, that one kind of, kind of, yeah, for Chris, because Chris, Chris is the dirt man yeah. here. <laughs> yeah, so I was, I was just checking out over at the INX, uh, uh Legend Series, and uh, so I can see through my race pass that you did go out west. You went to Cheyenne uh, Speedway, and you finished seventh. You were at Jamestown Speedway, Red River Valley Speedway, where you had a 10th place finish. Um, is is this a typically a, a West Coast type legend series, or how how did the legend cars wind up all the way uh, at Red River Valley Speedway? Yeah, um, I'm not really too sure about that. How we got there is why we knew people that actually raced down there. Glenn Mitchell, we're really good friends with him, and he races down there. He's very successful down there. So we figured, why not make a trip to North Dakota for some dirt racing, and it was well worth it. Oh, wow. So y'all just decided to load the family up and head out to North Dakota and uh, do some dirt track racing. That's 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 a big guy there, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right. You, so, um, you what, like the – what? Go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. Let's I was going to say, do you like the dirt better, the dirt better or the uh, pavement better? Um, that's definitely a hard answer, and I, I don't know if I could pick one because they're just so both very, and I love them both. Go ahead, Chris. I'm gonna I'm gonna wrap up after you get done. Okay. Who, when you were a kid and you were watching racing and all growing up, who was it that you idolized? Uh, yeah, I definitely idolized Kevin Harvick, Ron Hornaday, just because. They're, the way they drove and their aggression, but they didn't wreck people, if you wanted to say. And it was just, I, I grew up watching them, and it's, it was the best thing. I, I love them, and I watch them every Sunday, Friday, or whatever, the truck race, the cup races. Right. Right. Okay. And uh, if, you were to, if you were to pick any number... Uh, to race under what uh, what what number would that be, Isaac? Are you talking about the Cup Series? Yeah, yeah. If you had a number to choose to race, if you could pick any number that you wanted to race in the Cup Series, what number would you pick? Um, I'll honestly, probably pick the uh, 54 um, of Joe Gibbs. I think that is a really good ride, and um, it's I love the number and the I like I like the look of it. I like the look of it. Well, that's cool. All right, uh, Mr. CJ Sports, I'm going to send it back to you, man. Uh, Isaac, it was great All meeting right. you, well, sir, and uh, I hope that you have a great career, and I'll be keeping my eye on you. Yeah, thank you. Nice talking to you. Get you a couple more questions, and we'll get you wrapped up. I want to get a little more personal with you before uh, we get you out of here for uh, for the night. Um also, like I said, I've listened to a couple of your interviews, more specifically one of them I listened all the way through, so I kind of know a little bit of the answer, but I also scrolled through some social media, so I do have some questions. Um, I know the answer, pretty much the answer to this already, but for the listeners, um, your spare time, what do you like to do? Um, 
Yeah, I um I love to hunt and fish actually every year I bow hunt uh, in Maysville, West Virginia and I uh go fishing in the rivers and the lakes around the West Virginia area and we also do a little bit of golfing. It's everybody in family is kinda of picked it up and that's what we enjoy. Um how far from West Virginia? Because I go, I just thought about this West Virginia thing. Um, I go through the Turnpike all the time, going back and forth from North Carolina to Ohio. How far are you from the uh, West Virginia Turnpike? Uh, yeah, um, I'm actually not too sure about that question. Um, that I, I definitely have to look at that. Okay. Um, I just curious. I didn't know if any time I came through, you would be in a local track or whatever. Um, What's the biggest um, buck have you killed? Um, I've seen some pictures with some uh, some massive points on there. Um, what's the biggest one, and do you have any hanging on your wall that you've personally have, have taken down? Yeah, the uh, biggest deer I've actually killed has been in Kansas, and um, it was a 181-inch deer. It was a really big I was hunting with my dad, and... We waited for a long time before this deer walked out, and I ended up shooting it, and we celebrated a lot because it was the one of the biggest deer that our family have killed. But, yeah, that was the biggest deer I've ever killed, and, and it was in Kansas. Yeah. Do you have a local track? That was a question that was brought up. Do you have a local track that you got, that you go to locally, either race at or the family goes out to? And uh, goes to? Uh, no, we actually don't have any local tracks that we go to in West Virginia. But um, some local, one of the local tracks we go to in North Carolina is at Wake County Speedway. Gotcha. Um, I've been to quite a few tracks in North Carolina. I spent twenty something years in there. So I know a little bit about the tracks that way. Um, been to a few local around Charlotte. Of course, been to Charlotte Motor Speedway more times than I could count. But anyway, um, I want to thank you for uh, coming on here. Definitely got to learn um, a lot about you. Hopefully, our listeners do too. Um, hopefully, we get you back on um, later in the season or as the season wraps up. Hopefully, we can talk about a W as well. Um, before we get you out of here, as I as I stated at the beginning, I want to give you an opportunity to plug your social media and shout out to your sponsors before you get out of here. That way, um, the listeners can follow you, like you, or whatever, and um, the sponsors they uh, they get they get a little smile on their face because they got a shout out. Yeah, thank you for having me on today, and um, yeah, I'd like to thank Bobby Roberts Logging, Grand County Mulch, All Construction Racing, All. Con- Construction, ACR Motorsports, Geron Race Cars, Team Hornaday Development, ARI, and Brake Safe for just everything they do in making my racing possible, as well as everybody from the Geron Race Cars crew and the Hornaday Development crew. We want to thank everybody that's made this possible, your PRs, my PRs. Um, Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, Good luck on the rest of the season. And like I said, hopefully we get you back and uh, talk a little bit more about your racing career. Yeah, you can find me on um, uh, TikTok, uh, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, 
and every social media account you can think of, I might have at Oz Acceleration. And uh, thank you for having me on today. It was nice talking to you. Same here. You have a great night, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. You as well. Thank you. All right. Uh, um, All right. DJ Sports. Way to go, man. Yes. Back in the saddle again. Back in the saddle. Yes. Good job. Fun times. I I I liked this. I I missed this. I can remember once upon a time where Miss Lee had two, three different drivers at a on a show scheduled. Um. And so I'm glad that we're getting back into this. We're getting back to our roots as well. Um, we're getting back to getting to know the drivers, the athletes out there. Um, and we're not just stopping with drivers. You know, if there's a promoter out there or crew members, we'd like to talk to them and interview them as well. We've had them on the show before. Um, at one point in time, I think we had about 80, 90% of the Arca series on the show. So, um, we're looking to, uh, to kind of get back to things, have these interviews. I like to get to know who I'm watching on the, on the TV. Um, I, I like to just to, to learn and meet new people. So, uh, glad we got to do this, Chris. Um, any takeaways for you? Oh, not, no, sir, not at all. I just uh, <laughs> had a really good time. Short and sweet. I like that. And uh, looking forward to uh, bringing on the next guy, man. Uh, and and uh, can't wait to, can't wait to have uh, – who is it that we have on next week? I believe Ms. Lee just – I am looking – she sent it to me, and I am looking – I am looking um, – So, <laughs> Josh Dickens. We will have Josh Dickens on next week. All right. So, uh, look forward to that show and uh, make sure that y'all share this one around. Uh, you're going to splice this one and, and uh, show it on the YouTube channel, right, Mr. CJ Sports? We're going to have this interview uh, in several yes, different hours, correct? We will. That most definitely, uh, I will have our interview, uh, I'll have the interview part of it, so we'll shorten it down to about 15, 20 minutes, and uh, you guys can check that over at our YouTube channel, the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow night, you guys can catch Race Chat Live right here at 8 o'clock on the 110 Nation Sports Radio Network. Make sure you guys like them on Facebook. They got you covered from Daytona to the playoffs. So looking forward to uh, listening to that. I will be listening in. Um, I don't know how long I'll be listening, but I will be listening in. Thursday is the only hectic day for me as we have fuel day. So from 4 to 7, we drop at 4 p.m. to 7 p.m. We drop the fuel prices like 40 cents a gallon and hand out fuel cards. So uh, tomorrow and uh, Wednesday be kind of prepping for it, but Thursday is the only hectic day, so I will definitely be in the studio listening in. And then, of course, Wednesday night, like I said, um, the 110 Nation Sports Show uh, will be uh, recapping the rest of the NFL previews, getting you guys ready for college football as college football starts this weekend. Well, technically, it started last weekend with the Notre Dame game. 
Um, there was another game. Both of them were boring as hell. But anyway, uh, you guys can like us on Facebook as well, um, The 110 Nation. Also, make sure you guys check us out, www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com for all the shows, blogs, videos, and different links to how to get all the shows. Um, until Wednesday, or until Monday, I'm so used to saying Wednesday, until next Monday with uh, Josh in the studio with us. Um, you guys have a great week, and we'll talk to you then. Bye-bye. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.